the legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls and one ginger. I am pretty excited about today's episode, and I'm so excited that Jared's here because I don't know if anybody knows, but he is the biggest space nerd in the entire world. Honestly, I'm mad that Matt wasn't here for this one because I'll post this to Instagram. This man's telescope oh, yeah. is probably six feet long and has the girth of... Probably a circle that's like 16 to 18 inches. I have telescope envy. I know. He does have the best telescope. Have you looked through his telescope? Yeah, I could see like divots in the moon. Oh, that's so cool. And he, for some reason, knows how to photograph through the lens so he can get like take. He's got the attachment. Yeah, he's got he's like he's a nerd, too. We got to we got to bust that thing out. I want to use that. Once a year, I'm like, I hope it was worth the investment because that's the telescope, though. You never really like when I bought it? mine, I was like, well, I'm going to use this like every day. <laughs> but also, like, like, what are you looking at? You know, I think it's a once a year kind of a thing because how different is the moon every time that you're looking at well, it? It depends on what angle you're looking at it from. That's true. But still, you're sort of seeing the same thing. Well, if you can show somebody Jupiter for the first time, that's kind of like a it's you know, you kind of get to vicariously watch them experience that when you actually cool. see that it's out there. It's it's pretty. Uh, yeah. For me, Jupiter is hypothetical still. Yeah. <laughs> like perhaps it exists. I need something tangible. And maybe the telescope is my opportunity. Once you yeah, see it Galileo it. style, you'll never you'll never be the same. Oh, that's so true. Did you know that the best gift that I've ever gotten from a brand, because obviously sometimes brands will send me makeup or skincare or clothes or whatever, you know, the brand Sunday Riley, Mm -hmm. they like came out with an, an eye night cream, like a retinol eye cream. And to promote it, they sent me a telescope. What? Like a legit yeah. telescope that like we gold. used that was gold and it was like, like wood and four gold feet, four feet engraved. Long. It was beautiful. And we used it and looked at the moon. I'm so angry that I don't have three <laughs> over 300,000 followers because like I want a golden dipped telescope. <laughs> we were like, what is this? Thing? It was this huge box and it was heavy. And we, <laughs> I, that was the last thing I was well, expecting when I opened it up. They got your attention because we just we just uh, pumped Talked up. Sun- yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's no, brilliant. it was insane. I was like, is this a rug that I ordered like on an ambient sleep <laughs> like pre-sleep like thing that i went on 
But it was, yeah, it was the coolest. Definitely oh the coolest present. Yeah. Sunday Riley. Yeah. And Jared's wearing his NASA shirt. Look at you, just, Jared. It just happened that way. I didn't even plan it. I was what just wearing a my NASA dink. shirt. He's so you know? cute. All right. Well, do you, you know. guys want to know why we're talking about space today? Yeah. Tell me exactly yeah. why we're talking about space today. So the dark day, and this is, I mean, it was dark for them. It's a bright There's time no light in history. Up there. There's no light up there. On July 21st of 1969 at 2.56 a.m. and 15 seconds, Neil Armstrong becomes the first man to step on the moon. What a time in history. I honestly I mean, can't believe it was in 69 because you look at like, I watch like Mad Men and I watch Things from that genre, you know, of that time period. And I'm just like, they didn't, they barely had phones that were working. Like how, how no. did they know how to pressurize a space vehicle to I not mean, kill anyone? It's insane. They're in like a tin can. It's if you think really about amazing. it, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the processing power of the ship that they flew there was like less than you would have in your like Apple watch. That's what it was. Or it was like the old, it was an old iPhone. Cause I remember this comparison from years ago. So yeah. And like the iPhone seven or something like that, which is so fucking crazy. It's so impressive. It's so impressive The you know, like the chemistry and the physics involved in all of that. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm in awe of that, of those people. Cause I just, I don't know how to program, uh, my VCR or whatever (laughs) people are using these days or VCR is still in. Okay. Would you guys want to learn know a little bit more about the space landing? I, I would. Have, I have some facts. So I it was Apollo. It was Apollo eleven. I think that we all know that. And it was Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, who I fucking love. He's like the f- wackiest Buzz dude. Buzz is the best. He was so wacky. And they landed the Apollo Lunar Module Eagle, that's what the ship was called, on July 20th, 1969. And Armstrong became the first person to step onto the moon's surface six hours and 39 minutes later. And then Buzz joined him 19 minutes later, and they spent about two and a quarter hours together exploring the site that they named the Tranquility Base upon landing. And they collected 47 and a half pounds of lunar material to bring back to Earth, and these other two guys were in lunar orbit and they were on the moon surface for 21 hours and 36 minutes. Um, it's pretty crazy. By the way, those guys that were orbiting the moon while they were down there, uh-huh. they're going around the backside of the moon and like losing <gasps> communication with everybody in existence for like, I don't know how long that was, but like at that point you're the most alone that you could possibly be. Like, that is so spooky. Waiting to come back and pick these guys up. Do you know what they have said about the dark side? Like, do they have any comments about that you know of? Nothing that would be like that. That you want it to be. You know what I mean? Like, you, you really vehicle? want it to be like. Yeah. Was aliens, there a vehicle but... um, propelling them around the moon, or was it gravity? Or it was, well, I'm pretty. Now we're getting into the technical side spacecraft? of it. But I'm, okay, we don't want to get too sure, in the weeds I'm pretty weeds sure at this. that point it is mostly gravity, though. They're, Fascinating. They're, they, I think they do the burn to get out of the like orbit of the moon after they pick up wow. the guys that were down there. I'm Dude, into that this. is it's like my biggest fear floating off into space, like, like George the movie Clooney gravity? did in Gravity, yeah. like that, and then like slowly dying. That is probably the worst way to go. I think there are others. 
I don't know. I think there's others. Burned at the stake, Salem witch trial style is pretty bad. But you're going to die faster. Like that one, you're no. dying. You're running out of like oxygen slowly. You just are no, so, could not be farther. Get, you probably get really sleepy and like That's fall true. asleep before. Like when you get, you know, you probably, have, like, a panic attack. probably get lightheaded. I think yeah. it happens less. Anyways. all right well that's again that's how the day turns dark you know you start thinking about drifting off into space and slowly dying so (laughs) we're gonna get into more of that later but uh we have some bitching to do please rise court is now in session all rise call the first witness how do you plead guilty or not guilty Okay, so welcome to On The Stand. Every week we're bringing a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We're either raving about it or bitching about it. Then we have a nice, healthy discussion, vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Then we bring it to you, our beautiful listeners on Instagram, to vote. So I'm going to let Jared go first because depending on what he chooses is what I will choose. So go ahead, Jared. Okay, well, what I have chosen for today is a texture-based topic. Um, Texture. A lot of people love a crunch, including me. I love a crunch when I'm eating any type of food, as long as it's supposed to be crunchy. But I'm going to take the other side because I also enjoy a softer texture. Like, let's say <laughs> when I was younger, I would pour my cereal, right? And I put the milk in it and then I'd like leave it for like a minute. And then a it's kind of like. fine, but how long? A minute. Would you let it get some mush? Not mush, but not like super crunchy. And I'm also thinking about like a bread pudding. I'm thinking about these things that are, a lot of people are freaked out by this, but it doesn't bother me. So I'd like to put it on the stand because I know this is going to be polarizing. Wait, but you need to be more specific. I need to know. So like I've done the cereal thing where it's like a soft film and then a crunchy (laughs) middle. Uh, if you leave yes. it, depending on how lo- long you it's leave like it. It's like a chia seed. How like you put chia seed in water and it gets the little gelatinous. Yes. And bread pudding is like French toast that was never crisped in a, a skillet. It is. So like what exactly? Like I think you need to pick. I'm okay. I'm okay with letting it sit a little bit longer. I don't care if it's if it's if my cereal has turned into a soup. I'm good with it. See, this we've Jared and I have had this discussion privately <laughs> many times because what I told this is why I was going to wait for him because I was going to put the crunch, the crunch. I will live and die for the crunch. And I've realized in my adult life that if I don't have some sort of a crispy, crunchy. Uh, substance in my meal, I am unsatisfied. And that's why I realized why I have a gripe with Sugarfish. Because Sugarfish, the sushi restaurant that everybody raves about we, in we, LA Jack and New York. used to love it. I used to love it, but I realized the reason why I don't like it is everything is so fucking mushy. Yeah, it's Can't soft. find a crunch there. Yep. There's no crunch. But there, the quality of the fish is just the best. It's perfect for me. Yeah, it's great. I, lo- I you, love it too. You know what it would I'm be I'm going to order it for dinner tonight, actually. It's, <laughs> it would be better though if it was on a crispy rice. Maybe. Like if you had that like amazing salmon and then you just, or had a bite of something crispy to go along with it. I need crisp. I need crunch. But Jared doesn't. Like he nope. is okay with his Chipotle order just being all smushy ingredients. Oh no. When I get a Chipotle bowl, that's all mushy. You I put it chip. on. I eat it with chips. That's, <laughs> yes. I don't even eat it with a fork. Exactly. I don't need the chip. I don't need the chip. I think that's wrong. I think okay. it's wrong too. All right. <laughs> and that's why on a sandwich that would be mush, I put potato chips. Exactly. 
You have to add the crunch. You have I don't, chip, else. I don't chip my sandwich either. I don't That's, know. I, just, I love a crunch though. Like I, I'm just I'm I'm here to defend the non-crunch. You're here to de- defend the mush. Yep. Which okay. I is blood. Which I knew I was going to lose this argument. I think I knew we're ready to decide. It. I just yeah, think the there's other people in. out there. You know, I might not be alone in this. The so jury's I'm going in. Mush. Guilty. guilty. Mm. Not guilty. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, majority rules, friend. <laughs> All right, Lex, what are you putting on the stand? Okay, this is going to be interesting. Um, and I have a photo that I'm going to look at while I talk about this. Okay. So what I have, I sent Jack and Jared a picture of an ice cream. It's probably in Maine or something, yeah. but it's lobster, butter-based ice cream with real chunks of lobster in it. Yes, there is real lobster pieces in the ice cream. So this isn't just about lobster butter ice cream. This is about all savory ice creams okay um because jack and i one time i don't remember which salt and straw location we were at but jack was like let me try the thanksgiving flavor and it had turkey pieces and cranberry and all sorts of herbs and all those kinds of things and like i know there are other savory ice creams with no i'm talking the ice cream with like no chocolate in it like no sugar like the ones that are like vanilla based with just all these things Yeah, yeah yeah and i'm just not here for this i think where'd give, you find this picture i don't know i saw it on instagram or something and i screenshotted it and i i found it ages ago for on the stand i was like i'm not okay with this and i saved it yeah <laughs> and um i love ice cream occasionally probably like five times a year and i want like a scoop of chocolate or something mm. like cookies and cream or mint mm. chip is like my all-time favorite And it's like, this offends me. I want a lobster on a delicious buttered roll. Like, I don't want lobster in my dessert or turkey for that matter. The the only reason why that turkey ice cream was good is because it was like candied turkey. So it was almost like a turkey jerky. That was not not for you. I agree with you here. I really do. However, ice cream five times a year is where I kind of have my hang up. That's like, I literally had ice cream earlier today. I don't like sweets. I I do cheese instead of ice cream. I do like nachos or like Del Taco, you know? Love that stuff too. Like that's the stuff. I want like uh, I want like a Crunchwrap Supreme instead of ice cream. You and know? Honestly, like salt and straw is a huge, huge uh, part of this whole like movement for like putting things in ice cream that aren't supposed to be in there. Like I think they had like a not mushroom. supposed to be in there is the key. <laughs> yeah, they're not like mushroom but that's ice part cream. Of the shock. Wants, that's why people yeah. travel so far to go to salt and straw because it's it like, what it. are they going to come up with next? And sometimes it it doesn't hit. But my question, but you like a salty chip or something oh i only want i want cheese and chips no in an ice cream like you would do would you do jared what was that ice cream at jenny stephen colbert's oh no sorry i'm thinking of the stephen colbert's americone dream from ben Mm. and jerry that stuff is so good i think it has pieces of like um uh i think there's potato chips in it and then like i think it might be like waffle cone kind of stuff too it's crazy it's really good Honestly, like a salty chip that's a, a little chip bit like i'm willing to be converted into potato and ice cream is a weird exception because we like french fries in a cho- in a shake right you know but meats is maybe where i'm drawing the line maybe meat yeah, and ice cream meat, yeah is my, let's is not the have problem meat. let's not do meat in the i'm ice done cream. with meat and the ice cream no like a savory meat, meat. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm putting on the sand meats in ice cream. They they don't belong together. Yeah, I'm I gonna say so. I'm gonna say guilty. And 
I still would try that lobster ice cream. Yeah, I know you would try it because you're a masochist. That's why, they, that's why they put it on the on the sign. They want you, they're going to get people like you. Well, and also, oh hey, I'm putting another like bonus thing on the stand. <laughs> Don't put a lobster, a cute little antenna friend, on the like advertisement for lobster ice cream. Yeah. Or when you're like, hey, here's an advertisement for chicken, and it's like a cute little chicken pecking, or in like the ham, and it's a cute, cute little pig. Like I already feel terrible about this. Like let's not personify. Yeah. You, just want, like, you just want the oblivion. You don't want to know. No, and my poor vegan on. boyfriend like sees me eating like a chicken while chicken looks sad on the package. Like, what mm. does he think of me? Yeah, mm. I still do it. I'm, so, <laughs> but like, I wish people would just use more interesting ads, like a delicious looking chicken on a on a table with a family <laughs> around it, who doesn't look happy in a field. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I just found out? <laughs> I just found out that Chick Fil A. There is a location of Chick Fil A. That serves burgers, which I think is very strange because you know how all of their ads they're are like cows. cows and they're Say, like, don't eat kill more us, chicken. kill the chicken, eat more chicken. Yeah. or eat yeah. more chicken, whatever. But isn't that weird that I'm like, mm, you're going That's, against your morals, Chick-fil-A. A, maybe they don't know. There's a rogue location out there and someone just decided to start serving burgers. Like they need to look into this. I feel like they also yeah, have agree. like a ham and cheese platter, which I don't even what? understand what that means. Yes. I uh, learned all of this yesterday about a weird rogue location of Chick-fil-A. Well, let's well, go because let's do like an, an expose. Yeah. Just don't put it in the ice cream. Yeah. Don't yeah, put don't that put in, the cheese in the ice cream. Okay. So guilty, 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 guilty. Okay. So I'm putting something on the stand because I don't know how I feel about it. And I'm putting on the stand, picking up money from the ground. <laughs> we were walking out of the apartment the other day and there was a $5 bill on the ground. And I feel like I'm at the point, like when you're younger and you find money on the ground, you're like, yes, it's my lucky day. Like I'm going to take that and I need it because I'm a broke college student. And I'm going to use this to buy myself a coffee or something like that. But it's, it hits different when you find money on the ground as a mid 30 year old. And I felt weird, but I, picked it up anyways and then it kind of lived in our car for a while and then jared ended up giving it to somebody in need which i thought was very very nice but i don't know like what you were just just the vessel for that money i was the vessel for that money but i just felt it felt like wrong but like i know most people would pick it up too like i don't know how to feel i'm actually glad you brought this up okay because i have two very important i've been through Two experiences, one of which was yesterday. Okay. I was at my dermatologist and we talk about really weird shit because they're like examining you and then they make conversation. Yeah. And I think I was talking about some degenerates of the world. I don't know what rant I was on, but she (laughs) chimed in and she was like, can you believe what people are doing with fentanyl and dollar bills? I'm like, what? She's like, people are putting fentanyl on dollar bills and then people are picking them up. And there's so much fentanyl on the dollar that <gasps> it's like getting into their bloodstream and they're overdosing. I'm oh like, my God. what? That's what she said. I did not Google it, but this is my, my dermatologist. Did not confirm, but yeah, weird would, thing for dermatologists to tell you if it was not would, true. I would think it would be one of those things like, you know, how in the movies they're always like using a dollar bill to like snort, snort cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. Like, to, like that's what I your could thought see- that was going. 
I I did, but like the fact that it could just like get into your bloodstream, that's terrifying. Well, because the tiniest really amount of fentanyl can call can kill you. So imagine if you picked up a dollar bill, got some on your fingers, like yeah. touched your mouth or your face or something like that. That's so terrifying. Yeah. Oh my God. Super super terrifying. And then again, I did not look into this. This is just an <laughs> off-the-cuff conversation I had yesterday. And I was like, that's horrifying. She could have lied. So no everybody look it up before you come Yeah, don't at me. panic. It's okay. Yeah. But now also I had a personal experience happen. Okay. I used to work on the Third Street Promenade in Los Angeles. And if if any of you listening aren't familiar, which most of you probably aren't, it's a very big mall where it's like touristy. It's right by the beach. And, Outdoors. And they have uh, performers in the street, like singers or dancers or or whatever. Like, you know how at certain places, like they'll have a fake tin man who like is working for tips. Like it's just that yeah. kind of place. Yeah. And I was like in a parking garage or something and I saw like a $10 bill and I was like, oh, I'm going to just grab, like I'm going to pick it up. And I went to pick it up and like it pulled away <laughs> by like a foot. <laughs> and there was somebody like just pulling it away on a string yeah and i was, was like, like a gag yeah but he wasn't even filming me i'm like all right you're what is this is just for your personal satisfaction like this is wild oh my <laughs> god oh my god like because if you this had is... been filming me i probably would have walked over and like smacked your phone out of your hand and stomped on it because of the embarrassment yeah. but i didn't because i was like you're not even filming me why are you doing this that's so funny and i honest, feel like Oh, yeah. that's that's like my biggest like, OK, when Jack saw that bill the other day, I it's, looked around and yeah. she was like, is it OK if I take it? And I looked around for like a couple seconds like, yeah, no, grab it. But I like, know that's I feel a like huge I'm, fear. I'm being huge. filmed or it's like I'm being I'm part of a skit or huge. something like that. I and I was like 18 when this happened. I was working at The Guess on on uh -huh. Third Street. Yes, I know it. Yeah. And I um retail job, like just figuring my shit out in college. <laughs> And I was like, cool, 10 bucks. Like I can buy like two Starbucks. And it I and it was in a and parking you're garage. Forever now. Oh yeah. Now I won't even if it was like an envelope of money, I'd be like, I'm good. Like an yeah. envelope of thousands of dollars. I'd be like, because I because there's a catch. There's no there's way. A catch. No, there's no such thing as a free lunch. I don't believe that. Karmically, something will happen. I don't believe in that anymore. I agree. And also, you know, in 2022, how many people are actually using dollars? There has the likelihood of it being some sort of a accident, a skit or something filmed for TikTok or like something like that versus just a patron that dropped a $20 bill. Like you're better off not picking it up. And I think I think you were living with the guilt. You're like, this money's making me uncomfortable. It Let's was. give it away. I get that. It, you didn't earn it. It's not yours. And you know what? Like that's. It's the older I get, the more I understand people who are like, turn things in, even though there's thousands of dollars. It's like no one wants it on their hands. Yeah. Do the right thing. Karmically, it, feel, it felt wrong. If you're a good came, person, you're not going to feel good about it. Yeah. I came home the other day after I gave it away and I told Jack about it and she looked very relieved to know that it was like, <laughs> oh my God, I don't want this haunted $5 yeah. bill in my like, car. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God you passed that, that cursed yeah ten, ten, like pendulum what is it a, a medallion off somewhere yeah. yes. like now we don't have to be burdened by it it was haunted exactly yep. well i feel so much better because i was i didn't know how i felt about it and like now i feel validated for my feelings 100 percent. yeah <sighs> because Great. your other two alternatives are fentanyl possibly if that's <laughs> true don't quote me on that or 
prank Someone show. put up on a YouTube skit. Honestly, the guy could have had like an erection. Like maybe that's, I was probably wearing a dress or something. Like, ooh, people will bend over. He could have had a secret camera. Like, but he was up to something. He was up to I something. And I caught him. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting his jollies off somehow. Yeah, whether it was, it was the most later validating or moment of his life. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, guilty. And guilty. When we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday, and French fries are a food group, where flip flops are always in fashion, and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling, and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on TheRealReal.com. TheRealReal is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so, you know, on the topic of the moon landing, I think probably if you Google moon landing, one of the top Google searches that's going to come up is moon landing conspiracy. Mm. Because there's a sector of people out there that don't believe that the moon landing happened. And those type of people also don't believe that the Holocaust was real. They think that the earth is flat. Like it's very, you know, flat earther people are very specific. It's a, it's a type maybe, you know, whatever. It's a whole thing. So I thought that we'd go through the conspiracy of the moon landing and then also through some other space related conspiracy theories. Cause there's a conspiracy theory about everything. Love it. Especially these days. Okay. So The main conspiracy about the moon landing was that it obviously didn't happen, and it was filmed on this secret film set that was located, depending on what your theory is, either high in the Hollywood Hills or deep within Area 51, and I like that theory better. Love an Area Area 51? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So much mystery. So much mystery. And the whole smoking gun for this whole thing was that, you know, the picture of the uh, American flag flag that's planted up there. So the flag in that picture is waving. 
And there shouldn't be any wind on the moon because there's no atmosphere. But in this picture, it was straight up and it had some like, it looked like it was flowing in the wind. Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. So we know that like all the important things in the world, the photo is real, but like then it's photoshopped to resonate in a way like Kim Kardashian, you know, like she's this generation's Marilyn Monroe. Her her waist is always like snatched and it's... Mm -hmm. And then we we'll see videos of her, like I follow this, all these Instagram accounts that out all this photoshopping, right? And she's not, it's she, she's gorgeous. Her body's incredible, but like it's not what she posted. Exactly. I think it was meant to inspire Americans. You're saying they and used I a think, filter. No, I just think they adjusted the flag to make this a patriotic mark. Or. Like I. Or, or they use a sti uh, they used a papier mache flag that was stiff. Or there was just a win. wire through the top of it because if I am a scientist who's able to put people on the moon, you're gonna know that that flag ain't standing up. So we know that this is gonna be probably the most important photo op in American history. Yeah, like maybe, and I don't know. I'm speaking from like I have no idea. These if are they all did hypotheticals, not, people. Hypotheticals. That's what I would do. <laughs> So, or I mean, they knew how to edit though. They were already making movies. They've been making movies since the well, 20s. Like they either edited it or they did a little wire flag. Well, and speaking of movies, a lot of people thought that maybe Stanley Kubrick had something to do with it and helped fake this moon landing because his film 2001 A Space Odyssey proves that the technology existed back then to artificially artificially create a space-like set. So that is part of the conspiracy, too, By that the way, it was the old Hollywood glitz and glamour. When's the that. last time have you seen that movie? And, and if so, when's the last time that you watched it? Has it been uh, a while? Probably Long ten time. years ago. Oh my god, it looks incredible, and That's they are it? right. He's he, a genius. It, it looks amazing, and it's yeah. like a lot of the ideas, a lot of the things that were happening in that movie are like so um, <clears throat> relevant to like what we now think would that would look like, and and oh. it all looks so great, and and I feel like yeah, if someone did do it, which I'm not saying they did, and I definitely don't <laughs> think that they did, that would have been a great guy to consult with, though. I think totally. So. Yeah, so that's the conspiracy theory. And in 2019, no, sorry, nine, 1999%, 6% of Americans said that they thought that the moon landing was fake and 5% said that they were undecided. So only 90% truly believed in the moon landing. That's, that's enough. Wild. That's the majority rules. Like that, we doesn't, said. Yeah. that doesn't surprise me. Look at the climate today. Everyone I thinks know. crazy things. Like, I'm not even going to say them because who no. knows what people are thinking now, but... People go against the grain. People question our government. And it's no surprise that there's a percentage of people who do because there's some weird shit happening. Yeah. Well, there's some weird shit happening. And like I heard a quote literally today that was like conspiracy theories are more like future predictions sometimes. They are a lot of and, the time. Yeah, they are a lot of the time. So it's, you know, it's OK to question and doubt those who are putting out the official narrative. You should. You should always you know critically think. Hey, you know how I know that it actually happened? And how? Jack, I don't know if you plan to cover this or not, but the moon landing on, itself? Yeah, the moon landing. So later on, um, I don't know how many years later, someone had approached Buzz Aldrin outside of like a uh, conference or somewhere that he was at. And I'm uh -huh. pretty sure it's on I'm pretty sure it's on film. It's on camera. He accuses him of being a fraud and never landing on the moon, and Buzz punches him in the face. Oh shit. Like, like just just hauls off and just like blasts him right in the face and was like 
you know, how dare you like, you know, whatever. Um, so when that happened, I was kind of like, well, that, that reaction is like <clears throat> the ultimate, like he was like ultimately offended by this person. No, it's like, that, how dare you, you know, think about the, the risk that he went through. Like he had a family, all that stuff to go up there and do that and be, well, you know, that, one of the, the first misery people. and like, yeah. You know how shitty we all feel when we travel? Your digestion gets all fucked up. You can't oh my do what you want. Your routine is a nightmare. I'd never be able to go to the bathroom in that's space. what I'm saying. Imagine, imagine yeah. going through like the training, the years of training he went through, the risk. We talked about the lack of technology and he 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 was like, "Hey, you could die 50/50." Like we haven't yeah. even tested this shit. Oh my god, yeah. I can't and imagine like, how fucking terrifying that is. Right, and I don't know that I would ever have had the the courage to do something like that, you mm, know? I still and don't. No way. I would punch someone in the face for way less yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i've never hit anyone in my life but hypothetically if i was proud of something and they confronted me about it if i had had a wine or two anything's possible no one should approach me on the streets definitely not after a nice dinner no no (laughs) okay so our next conspiracy theory and this is a recent one very recent is and there's not like a crazy conspiracy for it but there are a lot of people out there that think the james webb images are not real oh my gosh and some of the tweets about it um where was a good tweet it said a trick in photography is to put a sheer stocking over the lens pulled really tight you get light sparkles welcome to 80s glamour shots nasa so somebody literally thought they were taking pictures through a pair of pantyhose and that is oh. how they got some of those images how do you feel about that jared who is an obsessive james webb super fan i followed the story of this telescope for about 12 to 15 years so this was like if you were a huge like space dork this is something that you've been looking forward to for over a decade like yeah possibly two decades so i think that is just so insane i'm pretty sure now we spent 12 billion dollars to get this thing made like it's a very expensive piece of equipment and they had one shot to put it up there billion it's insane. The launch, one piece of equipment it's insane so i don't know i mean again i don't definitively know but Probably. I mean, looking at looking at it, especially comparing some of the stuff they've released compared to Hubble, like it's pretty insane. And I and I do see one of the big things that people see, like as like it's not really a conspiracy, but the images that you're seeing, they've edited them. Like you're kind of talking about like editing the the moon photo, but like well, they have they to edit, edit them to colorize them. Yeah, they colorize so, all of them. Right. So it's like an infrared camera that's on this thing. So they have to kind of, they're going in and based on the type of elements that they're detecting in these photos, they're kind of color coding them and making it look how the naked eye would probably see it. But again, it's just a, it's a, so they're not interpretation co- of the image when you're seeing these colors. So that one image of like the big, all of the clouds and it's like, it's a whole pillar kind of a thing. What's that image yeah. called? The pillars of creation. Yeah. So that all of the gorgeous, like beautiful colors, that's actually what they think that coloring is. It's not just their chosen. Right. Colors. They're not just, it's not, I don't think it's a, a process where they're just like guessing, but it's also like, it's based on science. Science. It, it's something that it's, chemical, it's an interpretation. Com- chemical element re- like reactions, right. given mm-hmm. what they know, what chemical compounds are in space and react right. with what, what and react with light. Yeah. 
yeah and the chemistry of that that's it's super interesting it's it's very spooky i could see how people would see that and be like well it's not that's not what it looks like and that you know like that could be some sort of well you know what have you been out there every fucking picture of a fucking dinosaur you've ever seen (laughs) we don't know what color they were either so if you're like oh that t-rex is too green it's like based (laughs) on what Yep. The people we're doing saying our best. that the people that were saying that would probably say that there were no dinosaurs. So for sure. <laughs> but I'm saying like they color dinosaurs based on several variables: lizards today, birds today, the food they had, what they know about how food colors animals. Like everything is just a theory. It's really. science. Everything is a theory. <laughs> but a lot science of it, is theories. That's right. Science is all theories. Nothing is real, really. Until it's but- not. Um, okay, so the next conspiracy theory is: Have you ever heard of Planet Nine? Any of you? No. Either of you? Planet so, Nine. Planet Nine was a newly discovered planet that, in 2016, oh, yeah. they thought could destroy Earth. And whatever in this article in April of 2016 that said it could destroy Earth in as soon as a month. So, talk about what? fucking fear mongering! Oh my god! <laughs> I hate everyone. I hate media, but. Yeah. So they're referring to this planet nine, a theoretical planet on the edge of the solar system, which I think is theoretical planet. That's what I'm saying. Theoretical. If we might not even exist 4.6 billion years into the past, how can we not tell if there is a planet on the edge of our solar system? Jared. Well, those uh, those astronomers are hurtful people. Those physicists (laughs) are hurtful. (laughs) I think there's a lot of different, maybe not planet sized, or maybe there are, but like I've heard of a lot of things about like in the Kuiper Belt, which is like a, a yes. field of asteroids, and and there could be dormant like big masses of if you want to call it like planet size or whatever it is. Like I guess it's the it same is, thing with Pluto, how they they kicked Pluto out of, Pluto out of the so- Pluto's system. had a, a pretty rough time because they were like it's a planet, it's not a planet, and now it's, it's so like, icy is it a over there. I feel bad for Pluto. Me Poor too. Pluto. Way out there, all by his lonesome. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. Um, but there uh, might be there might be planets. Barely I don't know. tethered by gravity, just like uh, like wishy washy. Do we want you? Do we not? You know, he's like the kid that gets picked last in like uh in gym. You know, when you're like picking sides for Red Rover, it's like he's the last guy that nobody wants to choose because he's like he's has is gonna have a late growth spurt. And you'd think it'd be Uranus, but it's not. <laughs> you think it's not. Everybody accepts Uranus. <laughs> they need Everyone's it for the LOLs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, so there is this. Uranus hex- is the class clown for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so the next one is there, the poles, or at least, well, one of the poles of Saturn has this really weird hexagonal um pattern around it like it's not round or circular like our poles here it's this weird hexagonal shape so of course the conspiracy theorists think that this was you know reasoning to believe that maybe aliens had some kind of base up there or it was just stirring you know alien technology or some people even said a gateway to hell which i like that conspiracy theory better yeah here for that Saturn is a gas giant, so there's no solid ground to stand on. So if it was actually a structure, then it was floating in the middle of a bunch of poisonous gases. So okay, I know we're supposed to keep this short, but like, what keeps the gas from dissipating into? Does it have its own atmosphere? The mass of the planet, gravity. A fascinating. It's like a dense, gaseous, like ball. ball. Yeah. 
amazing. That sucks. There's no, there's no core. There's no solid. Sounds anything like a foam it. party. Like honestly, it sounds like. <laughs> What's it like feel, going into the center of Saturn and just being like around a lot of it, gases? I feel like we'd make it work. Hot I know. And full of death. Yeah. Full of de- and uh, yeah. You don't want to Apparently, the gateway to hell. I do. The hexagonal thing is fucking weird. That's even it weirder. Is weird. If Have it's you seen just the image? Gas. It's yeah. crazy. Geomet- naturally formed perfect geometry is hard to understand. It in, is hard. In those things, yeah. What's that thing called? The logarithmic spiral. And what? I'm going to send you guys the example of it. It's basically, um, well, I'm going to say what it is. It's the curve for which the angle between the tangent and the radius, the polar tan- tangent is constant. So it kind of, it exponentially grows. The spiral does, and it exists in nature from everything, but with like... El Nino. Uh, I've seen it. El Nino, hurricanes, um, tornadoes, snails, snails, yeah, galaxies, galaxies, galaxies. Like it just the toilet exists. flushing is also yes, this exactly. Gra- it's, it, it's a pattern that just exists everywhere in nature. <laughs> like where have but I seen that before? The toilet flushing is based on gravity, I think, and that's it's different in Australia. It goes a different it goes direction. the other way. Different yeah, it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Um, okay, so the last conspiracy theory is that there is life on Mars. And this is because all of the images that NASA released, like people were hyper analyzing them all and finding different things throughout the images. One of the images looks like there is a woman sitting on a rock. Another one looked like there is a squirrel laying, laying down. Another one looked like a helmet. There's a there recent just- one that looks like a doorway. A doorway. Yeah, it looks like a doorway. It's really crazy. That one's a little bit scary. Yikes. Yeah, door, that's the, like the doorway to hell like about in that. Saturn. I know, right? All right. Well, I think that, you know, that about does it for all the space related conspiracies that I found today. And I oh, loved it. Loved it. I loved it. Honestly, I could keep these, going for another hour. These topical killing times are doing it for me. And I think it's, there's something <laughs> to be said about it. And I think we should maybe lean into that. Yeah, I like it too. You know, we're all learning something too. New wrinkle in the brain for your wonderful Thursday. That's right. All right. Well, when we come back, we are hearing about all the worst things that you people have ever done. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all. It's time for a reckoning, if you will. (laughs) Only a reckoning you want to have if you've called in and uh, bore your soul to us. Bared, bored, you know, whatever. Bared, bored. Bore your soul to us. If you want to call in and tell us the worst thing that you've ever done, our number is 323-539-3516. That's 323-539-3516. Yeah, because, I mean, we have some incredible stories, but we want more. We want, I mean, because this is the ultimate trust tree, you know, we're all in the vault and I want to remind everyone that we use Google voice for this and mm-hmm. it'll literally be like, what's your name? And like, we never hear that. So you don't yes. have to say anything. It'll just keep going. We ne- we don't know your name 
even if you say it, we don't know it. Even if you said it, we wouldn't air it. This is anonymous. Your secrets are safe with us. Yes. And uh, yeah, let's just get on with our first one, shall we? Hi, everyone. So I was one of your first degreeers a couple months ago, but I wanted to call in about the worst thing that I've done. I've done a lot of bad shit, <laughs> I think. But let me background. My mom is a detective, and I am honestly shocked at the amount of shit that I got away with in high school. But this story is like the one time I like didn't get away from something. So I had snuck a boy over to my house really late at night it was snowing you know i got the you up text which in hindsight i look back and i was like oh my god i was in high school that's disgusting but to each their own we're here now um so i told him you know come in through the gate in the backyard come up to the sliding glass door out back and i'll let you in what i didn't realize was that his footprints were in the snow and that it had stopped snowing after he had left my house so the footprints were not covered up so fast forward to the next day, apparently this was a school night, and I come downstairs, and my mom is standing outside with, like, a bucket on the porch, and she's standing out there, and she's on the phone, and I was like, what's up? And she was like, someone tried to break into our house last night, and I was like, oh, what are you talking about? And she's like, there's footprints. She's like, there's footprints from the gate. So they came in the gate. They came to the back door. I guess they couldn't get in or the dog scared them away. And they must have left. She's like, the dog didn't even bark. We had a German shepherd. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, it's because I gave her treats when the kid came over. And I locked her outside while we did the thing on the couch, which is horrible in hindsight. Sorry, Mom. Hopefully you never hear this. Um, So I just was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, I'm going to call the state police and file a report. Because she was working undercover at this time, like, doing narcotics, and she was, like, always convinced that someone was going to, like, try to kill her, which, like, I don't blame her, obviously. She had reasons for thinking that. So she was convinced that, like, somebody had followed her, like, found out where she lived and was trying to hurt her or hurt us. So I get in the car then to go to school, and my sister's like, you're an asshole. And I'm like, what? She was like, I know that was you. She was like, you better go inside and tell mom before she calls the state police. So then I had to go inside like a walk of shame and tell my mom, mom, that was the footprints of a friend. And now, mind you, she had never met this friend. She didn't even know that he lived in our neighborhood. And I just was like, he came over last night to hang out. I'm sorry. I didn't tell you. And she just kind of like looked at me, picked up the bucket, and she just goes, don't forget what I do for a living. (laughs) And then she was like, have a good day at school. So that's the worst thing I think I've done. I think the worst thing I did was sneak boys into my mom, my poor mother's house. First of all, your mom is no bullshit. She's like, I, um, I don't know what was in that bucket. I don't think we ever went there. Like, did you guys hear what happened with the bucket? No, but like, I feel like maybe it, she was taking a mold of the shoes. That's what I was thinking. Like, or I'm like, she's oh. no bullshit. Like, don't even try. Oh. And maybe she wasn't. But like, oh what was the bucket for otherwise? Like, right. I, I don't know. But it's like she was undercover. She was working <laughs> undercover in a oh narcotics God. division as a detective. Like, you and think you're, you're like, going to pull one I can fire? sneak people in. I oh love my that. God. I love that for you. And I love that your mom. I just know that if I, if I become a mom and I could be so lucky if I decide I want to do that, not TBD with whatever point is, 
I would not beat my daughter up for that. I no. would be like, I will kill someone who's trying to break into our home. So you better just fucking tell me if you're going to do this shit and break the rules. But like, I love she's like, take care of business handling shit like oh these photos are already with the state police of these shoe prints i know what size they are i know they're from nike uh there's only 600 that's ever been made like don't even bother oh my god isn't that amazing i love it it's so amazing and it's like the perfect response to come from a mother in her position like it's it's iconic i love it no and what's incredible is that you actually this is a redemption story because like you told her you didn't let her call the state police and embarrass herself like you you didn't let her subject herself to criticism from like you literally were like before this goes too far i gotta tell you the truth exactly oh my god i love it so honestly much. which is probably I, what she was baiting you to do anyway so maybe she knew because maybe yeah. she's just a hannibal lecter type person like yeah. that where she yeah. she already knew babe like she was watching out the window and she just wanted you to do the right thing and you did yep god i love this. you did you're incredible you're good and your mom is a hero so we love that yes on to the next and also thank you to your mom for her service Hello, my dear, dear friend. Um, in honor of Jack and Jerry getting married, I thought I would share this wedding-related firsty-worsty. It is by no means the worst thing I have ever done, but it is a secret I have never told anyone ever. So um, related to all the wedding things that were discussed on this last episode, We were on the same page. I knew that he would be proposing at some point. You know, he knew what I liked ring-wise. He has excellent taste. Excellent. I love him so much for that. So he was, like, in charge of picking the ring. I wanted him to craft it however he wanted. He's a big nerd. So he was, like, doing geometry on, like, the the table of the diamond to make sure it reflects the most light. Like, whatever, all this shit I don't understand. However, I, because I am a nosy, curious person, I kind of had a vibe. And so I went uh, into his email and searched the word ring, and I found the thread with the jeweler. I did not read further than the first sentence, which was, you have been so patient, your girlfriend will love the ring. That is all I saw. But that confirmed for me that it was happening. And because I am (laughs) a snoop and curious and nosy and cannot help myself, I am the person who would, like, peek at Christmas gifts and try to tape them back up the exact same way. I have never told a soul, and I will never tell my husband that I knew that he would be, you know, proposing soon-ish. Again, that part was not a huge surprise, but... I know it would deflate him a little bit to tell him that, so I will take it to my grave. Love you all so, so, so much. Goodbye. My friend, what you are guilty of is being a Slytherin Mm. Ah. and nothing more. I don't know if you're Harry Potter or what, if you're into that, but like you are me. I am like a moral person. But I can tote the line if I think it's a victimless crime and I in like my anxiety overwhelms me to a degree where I need to be like, I need to confirm this or I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. 
that being said, it's a very crucial thing. This, this like girlfriend to fiance period, like and some people handle it better than others. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it ends relationships. I'm, I'm not yeah. kidding. Like I've seen, we're at this age, Jack and I and Jared, it's like where we're seeing these relationships turn into marriages and we're seeing relationships fall apart. That should have been, it's, it's a kind of crucial time where like expectations sometimes aren't met or whatever. Yeah. All that to say, you shouldn't beat yourself up, especially if you already knew he, you were on the same page. You were just curious, like, did he get the <laughs> ring yet? Should I get my nails done? Should I anticipate it soon? Like, I think it's, it's never okay to violate someone's privacy. But if if you weren't doing it looking for a mistress or whatever, or cheating, like, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's kind of human. No, it's funny. And, like, she did say that she was the type of person that would, like, go and look and see what she got in her, for Christmas and her Christmas gifts and stuff like that. That's so me. So that's just, that's just the type of person she a is. Self, a self-spoiler. You don't a want a spoiler. Jack and I had this conversation um, this week at brunch where we were literally like, we don't like surprises. I don't want a surprise. I I live in the future. That's what that anxiety is. Yeah. You know, I live in like the anxious future and I don't think you should beat yourself up for this. And I don't know that you set a time and place for when you did this. I hope that worked out. And I'd love, a fo- I'd love follow-up information. I'm I think, sure it you know, feels mostly talk- good. Yeah, the way that she was talking so. about her guy, I think that it ended up being okay. Yeah, and it, you know what that means? That your dude accepts you for who you are. And like, as someone with tons Snoopy, of flaws, Snoopy bitch. there's nothing like being accepted. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with what you did. I think it's who you are. And I think yeah. your partner understands it. And if you ever told him, he'd probably laugh and be like, I know. Yep. You know, um, you're just a self spoiler. You're just a self spoiler. -spoiler. And honestly, you probably save a lot of time because people could just tell you the end of movies and you can just move on. You don't have to watch them, which that's great. I love that for her. It's a great way to live. So I don't really care about movies. I am you, frankly. Yeah, there you go. I don't either. All right. Well, Lex, do we have a Costanza stanza for this week's episode? We do, but it's not what you think. Oh, last (laughs) week went so well that I'm sending this. Because I'm trying to stay with the theme. Okay. Okay. And uh, we can uh, use like 30 seconds of Seinfeld whenever we want. Okay. Legally. Listening. All right, how about this one? Let's say you're abducted by aliens. Fine. They haul you aboard the mothership, take you back to their planet as a curiosity. Now, would you rather be in their zoo or their circus? I got to go zoo. I feel like I could set more of my own schedule. In the circus, you get to ride around on the train, see the whole planet. I'm wearing a little hat, I'm jumping through fire. I'm a little alien heads in my mouth. It's good show business. But in the zoo, you know, they might put a woman in there with me to, uh, you know, get me to mate. What if she's got no interest in you? Well, then I'm pretty much where I am right now. Just got to take a ride on a spaceship. <laughs> I love that there is a Seinfeld clip for everything. Honestly, like my poems are out. Like this is in. We're doing clips from now. Well, at on. least you know what. Honestly, my creative energy has been lower frequency than usual. Yeah. So this is like I don't even have to worry about it. They have something that relates to everything we do. They it's do. It's really incredible. It truly Isn't is. It? Like it's pretty. It's pretty wild. I mean, 
That's so, spe- well, it's not that specific, but it's and still Lex, pretty impressive. When, you know what? When you feel like you want to start Costanzing again, the lane is open. I'm just waiting for that inspiration because I felt good. And I'm like, yeah. Costanza drags me down because Costanza is like my neurotic side. Yeah. Like my neurotic, sad, self-deprecating side. And I'm trying to be uplifting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes and sometimes I channel other characters, as you guys know, like yes. sometimes I do a lane disclaim. Yes. And a Kramer disclaimer. Yeah. And a Jerry quite contrary. So, you it. know what? Like, you'll be back. I know. Don't pigeonhole yourself. You know, you'll come I, back even better. I won't. And actually, I'm on a, a creative sabbatical where shit's going to come back bigger and better than ever. I can't wait for it. Me too. All right. Well, ta-ta, my friends. So long. Happy Moon Day. Happy Moon Landing. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.